TED Audio Collective. I vividly remember when I realized it was time for me to leave consulting. I was in my late 20s, a few years out of business school, and I was working with an incredible career coach, Arlene Miller. She had me do what's called a career values card sort. She put a bunch of index cards on the table, like 30 to 50 of them, that had different values written on them, like advancement, achievement, intellectual stimulation, helping others. I had to pick out 10 cards that captured what was important to me in a job. And like the good student I am, I diligently went at it. Then she asked me to whittle those 10 cards down to five. And you know what happened? After reading over those final five cards, I burst out crying. I realized that the values I selected didn't fully capture what I was doing in my job. And I knew at that moment, something needed to change. To this day, almost 20 years later, this exercise is seared in my memory, as is the impact Arlene had on me. This experience makes me wonder, what types of questions should leaders ask when shepherding others along their own journeys? How can we help people discover what matters to them and lead them to careers where they're operating in their purpose? I'm Madhu Bakanola. This is TED Business. Our speaker today is artist and TED fellow Constance Hockaday. In this talk, Constance challenges us to think about our desires and consider what we truly want to accomplish in life. Then after the talk, I'll discuss how to apply this framework to your own organizations. But first, a quick break. This show is brought to you by Schwab. With Schwab investing themes, it's easy to invest in ideas you believe in, like artificial intelligence, big data, robotic revolution, and more. Choose from over 40 themes. Buy as is or customize the stocks in a theme to fit your goals. Learn more at schwab.com slash thematic investing. Hey, TED Business listeners. We're supported by our friends at Working Smarter, a new podcast from Dropbox exploring the exciting potential of AI in the workplace. Working Smarter talks with founders, researchers, and engineers about the things they're building and the problems they're solving with the help of the latest AI tools. Tools that can save them time, improve collaboration, and create more space for the work that matters most. On Working Smarter, hear practical discussions about what AI can do so that you can work smarter too. Listen to Working Smarter on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit workingsmarter.ai. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. 
Add a little curiosity into your routine with TED Talks Daily, the podcast that brings you a new TED Talk every weekday. In less than 15 minutes a day, you'll go beyond the headlines and learn about the big ideas shaping your future. Coming up, how AI will change the way we communicate, how to be a better leader, and more. Listen to TED Talks Daily wherever you get your podcasts. Most of what we know about performing leadership is made of, up of these um, practiced postures, passed down in the West through a white male embodiment of power. These have become so intertwined with actually having power that imitating these behaviors kind of feels like the only way to show up with authority. We can obviously do better than that. I work in organizational and leadership development, and I'm an artist. I believe artists are leaders in expressing things that humankind often doesn't know how to say yet. So that's why I invited a bunch of artists to do a leadership makeover. They wrote public addresses. They made leadership portraits. I call them the artists in presidents. <laughs> Since 2020, over 70 artists and presidents have contributed to the digital archive. They're North American, indigenous, international, and stateless. They're artists with disabilities, they're queer. They made beautiful attempts at embodying inclusive performances of leadership and power. Some sung, others looked to repair the past, one person used artificial intelligence to write her speech, and one person just straight up wrote a curse. And so many more. <laughs> But what really surprised me was that a lot of us struggled to say something new, to articulate what we want with authority. Blame it on a millennia of humans colonizing humans, but it seems like we don't believe we can have the things we want, the things that we need to live and work with dignity. So I think as leaders interested in investing in an equitable society, Modeling agency is one of the most important things that we can do for our communities and organizations. But it's hard. How do you move towards believing in your own agency? The way that I learned to do this came in a really unusual place. When I was in my early 20s, I met Captain Betsy. I was queer, depressed, feeling totally alone, in my tiny South Texas town on the Gulf of Mexico. And by the time Betsy landed in my town, she had been living on homemade rafts for decades with a group called the Floating Neutrinos. She had captained over a dozen rafts, including one across the Atlantic Ocean. The Floating Neutrinos believe that the most important thing a person needs to know how to do is articulate their own desires, to break out of being solely in reaction to the systems that contain us, like the economic system and the education system, so that we can allow our deepest desires to be the thing that bring direction and urgency to our lives. The rafts were a tool that the neutrinos used to bring themselves closer to their desires. So obviously, I was very taken by this, not because I wanted to permanently live on a raft, but because I wanted to believe in an extraordinary life. And Betsy was the first person to ever ask me what it is that I wanted. And she did this using a practice called the Three Deepest Desires. She'd say, pretend you're going to die. 
you're going to die. You're all going to die. Um, <laughs> pretend that you're going to die tomorrow. What is one thing that you need to do before you die? And then I would have full-on drama meltdowns around answering this question because it was impossible for me to believe that I had any authority over my own life, that I could want things outside of what my parents and our culture had told us to want. So Betsy finally said, look, all you have to do is answer this question for today. You could say, I want to eat the biggest hamburger in the world. Okay, great, whatever, write it down, because you're going to answer this question again tomorrow, and it's how you answer this question over time that matters. And so then I said something super weird, like, I want to see a waterfall, because there's no waterfalls in South Texas. And I got much better at it. Saying what we want out loud is something that we have to practice. But the crux of this learning is the believing part. Believing, faith, It's not something that we learn in isolation. It's something that we learn through imitation, like leadership and language. So in my life, Betsy modeled for me what it meant to articulate my desires, and in lending her faith to me, she was also giving it back to herself. But she did another thing, and this is something that leaders often forget to do. She listened. She sat with me, in the pain and discomfort of my process, and it's from that place, my current reality, that she guided me towards a vision, a possibility, and agency in this world. We can choose to model our leadership styles in similar ways. It's a commitment to relationality. It's a process that never ends, but it pays off because it grows empowered, engaged, and inspired groups of people focused on a shared vision. So, if what we want is to connect people's priorities with our visions for the greater good, we have to commit to mediating between the truth that is in the room and the aspirational future. You're all going to die. You could die tomorrow. What's one thing that you want to do before you die? What kind of leader do you want to be? Thank you. Support for TED Business comes from Odoo. What's Odoo? Well, Odoo is an all-in-one management software with apps for every business need. Odoo has apps for CRM, accounting, sales, HR, inventory, manufacturing, and everything in between. And they're all in one easy-to-use software. And the best part about Odoo? All Odoo apps are integrated helping you get things done faster and more efficiently. So when you think about business, think Odoo. To learn more, visit odoo.com slash tedbusiness. That's O-D-O-O dot com slash tedbusiness. This show is brought to you by Schwab. You're here because you like to keep a pulse on trends in technology. Well, now you can invest in what's trending in artificial intelligence, big data, robotic revolution, and more with Schwab Investing Themes. It's an easy way to invest in ideas you believe in. Schwab's research process uncovers emerging trends, then their technology curates relevant stocks into themes. Choose from over 40 themes. Buy all the stocks in a theme as is, or customize to better fit your investing goals, all in a few clicks. Schwab Investing Themes 
is not intended to be investment advice or a recommendation of any stock or investment strategy. Learn more at schwab.com slash thematic investing. Wow, that was deep. I'll exercise agency right now and let all of you TED Business listeners know one thing I want to do before I die. Run the big six marathons. I've run New York twice, but there are five others. Boston, Chicago, London, Berlin, and Tokyo. I am determined to run those. And not just for fun. I run marathons for cancer research. And in my lifetime, I want to raise at least $200,000 toward that cause. But you know why else I want to run the six? You get a unique, one-of-a-kind, beautiful medal for this accomplishment that few achieve. Oh my gosh, I made this public. And now I have to hold myself accountable. Goodness gracious, just saying that is scary. So I'll do what I do best. Turn to research to help me get my mojo back. Here are some tips and tricks that are well-known for helping you achieve your deepest desires. The first thing, do what I just did. Make it public. And ideally, share your goal with someone you look up to. We have a desire to be consistent with what we've said. So sharing with someone you respect helps keep you accountable. And that helps you accomplish what you want to accomplish. Next thing to try, take small steps toward your desired goal. What got me running marathons in the first place was just running for five minutes and walking for five minutes. Then I upped it to 15 minutes, then 30, then to an hour. I eventually ran a half marathon and then a full marathon. So breaking down what you want to do in bite-sized pieces is another way to accomplish your goals. Another tool, especially if you're someone who is more on the creative side, is to create a vision board. Through photos, quotes, and other images, this is a useful way to actually visualize your goals. It's a visible reminder to stay focused on the end product. Now, how do we connect this to the workplace? Constance was asked, what's one thing you want to do before you die? Maybe as a leader, the question to ask those you work with is, what's one thing you want to make sure you do before you leave this organization? In your exit interview, what do you want to say you accomplished? Who do you want to say you helped? Who were the people you want to thank for helping you along the way? These are questions we need to ask more regularly in our organizations. We need to understand what people's deepest desires are and how those goals apply to their work. Because if you don't take the time to check in, you might just be limiting their full potential. That's it for today. This episode was produced by Brittany Brown and fact-checked by Julia Dickerson. Special thanks to Michelle Quint, Corey Hagem, and Colin Helms. 
I'm Madhupa Aganola. Talk to you again next week. Support for the show comes from Brooks Running. I'm so excited because I have been a runner, gosh, my entire adult life. And for as long as I can remember, I have run with Brooks running shoes. Now I'm running with a pair of Ghost 16s from Brooks. Incredibly lightweight shoes that have really soft cushioning. It feels just right when I'm hitting my running trail that's just out behind my house. You now can take your daily run in the better than ever Ghost 16. You can visit brooksrunning.com to learn more.